Welcome back to the transition. It's me and Alex. No, I'm Alex. This is Jono Franz. What up, folks? I am back. We are back. We're back. It's January the 15th, and uh, it's been a few weeks since we last brought out an episode. Not through lack of trying. No, <laughs> we tried. We've done a lot of trying. We've, we've, we've put a lot of effort through the, uh, the cogs here, and... It just didn't go our way, did it? <laughs> it didn't go our way. For the first time in our podcasting career, we had to cancel an episode. We um, we had an awesome guest lined up uh, for his second appearance, and he uh, he came along. He was a champion, Ryan Bennett. He will be on the podcast very, very soon. He will be back. We will get him back. He's coming back. But for some reason, you know, we were out there trying to make good quality podcasts, setting up the microphones and everything, and it just didn't work. It didn't work, and it probably just wasn't meant to be. And the thing is, we tried three times. We gave it that third crack. We were 15 minutes in. The technology goes, and we decide to say, hey, man, like, this guy was willing to try again. Ryan was willing to try again. Like, he's an absolute, <laughs> absolute trooper. And we just said, look, man, we're going to sort our shit, shit out. Um, come back when we're ready. And he just said, hell yeah. So, so look, we'd, we'd like to be coming to you from last week, but we are actually <laughs> coming to you from this week. And sorry to burst your bubble, but the story of um, unbelievable events... What happened, Jono? ...has, has continued. We're doing a catch-up. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing a, a real catch-up this week. Jono and I haven't caught up in a week, and uh, we haven't caught up with you guys in, in about a month. Mm. So we don't have a lot of direction for this episode except for... What's been going on? So I'm, I'm going to feel that question to you, Jono, because my, my life's been relatively normal this week. <laughs> what, what happened to you this week, mate? My life has been the complete opposite of normal. It's been exciting. It's been depressing. <laughs> it's been super, super sad. Um, it, it's been adrenaline-filled. It's been a race. Uh, I've been put through the ringer. Totally. Tell us the story. What, All right, what folks. Was, set, the, set the context. So what I'm day just, was this? Uh, this? This happened... I'm just going to set it straight. I got my car stolen at the beach. Gone. Also my phone and my wallet. But, you know, the gobsmacking one is the car um, at Manly Beach on Monday. So that would have been, what, Monday the 14th or 15th? Yeah, Monday 14th. Monday it? the 14th. Um and now today is Thursday, so I've mm. I've done a lot since Monday. Like I've done an absolute reset on my life, and I've spent hours on the phone, as you can imagine. And I have tried as hard as I possibly can to basically replace everything that needs to be replaced: insurances, uh, you know, cards, um, talking to the police, the whole thing. But look, I'm going to give you the story. And if you listen to this podcast, you probably know us and you might have checked the, my Facebook post online, um, which I'm actually, I was hesitating posting that thing. And I'm really happy I did because there's just been, there's been so much love from that post. It's like fucking outstanding. It's funny, man, because like you see, you know, you see people all the time on Facebook, they post things, they've lost a loved one or something and then and the, the love flows in, right? And you've posted a picture of you losing your car, mm. and that's also something that people just don't expect to happen to them. No. It's something you hear about, and it's when it actually happens, it's a big thing. Everyone's like, holy shit. But what was so great about your Facebook post was it could have gone two directions, mm. and people would have supported it either way. Mm. One would have been 
fucking bastard stole my car from Manly Beach. If anyone sees the prick, I'll bash him. Yeah. Right? Yep. And you would have gotten a whole bunch of love on that as well. <laughs> but you went down a different direction yeah. saying, look, this is what's happened. This sucks. But I've got my health. I've got my happiness. It's all good. And uh, if anyone can help me out, I would absolutely love it. You turn it into such a positive Yeah, man. Because I, I was... How did you do that? Yeah, look, so... I'll, I'll start off. I'll start off with the story, and it, and the thing is, I wanted to tell the story in the post. Like that mm-hmm. was really important for me to tell the story because the series of events are fucking shocking. Like it's just the way how the way how it's all happened was just gobsmacking. So I'm at Manly Beach. Um, I'm planning to go to a 4 p.m. yoga session. I get to Manly Beach at 3:30. Um, I run out of my car. I jump in the ocean. I go for a bit of a body bash. Probably 20 minutes, 25 minutes tops. I come back. I go to my tower where I've left my keys and my phone. Um, you know, I always do this. And I know that a lot of people always leave the valuables on the beach. Um, and obviously, we live in Australia and shit does happen. But It's like an unwritten rule, though. It, Everyone does that. It's an unwritten rule. And it only takes someone with the intention to go and steal shit to break it. To yeah. break your day, yeah. basically. So I went back to my towel. I opened up my towel. Where are my keys? Where is my wallet? They're not there. Mm, maybe I've dropped it on the sand. You know, a couple steps around, nothing. I run up to my car, and my my like um I'm my heart is sinking right now. I look, and I've just got to paint the picture for you folks. But not many people have been through this, but I could definitely say that I've been through this. But when you park your car somewhere and then you go back to your car and that car is not there and you look at that car and go, holy fuck, my car has been stolen. That is like, in that moment, I've never felt more empty and like just isolated and I've been using the word violated. I feel like I've been violated. Mm, absolutely. Like, and, and I've gone back to the beach some incredible bystanders have come up to me. They could obviously see that I'm in a, in a heap. Uh, and they've said, hey, look, we saw this guy with jeans on, no shirt, come up to your stuff and, and, and take it. The mom, it was, it was a mom, it was a dad. They were from Perth um, with their two kids. And the mom said, look, like we were going to say something because it looks suspicious. Um, but we just didn't know. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, no one really follows through with that. And I totally understand. And, and, and they just go, what should we do? And the kid says, this 16-year-old kid goes, why don't you use my phone to track your phone? So I, I grab his phone. I log in to find my phone. I find it. And my phone is currently at Warringah Mall. So this oh, guy so has close. this so close. Manly Beach, Warringah Mall. It's five, 10 minutes away at Tops. This guy's at, Man- this guy's at Warringah Mall. I quickly log onto my net bank. I see that he spent money at G-Star and um, JD Sports. The guy, the dad, turns around with no hesitation whatsoever and goes, I got a car. We're across the road. Let's go. No. Let's go. I didn't know this. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, how did I get to Ringer Mall? Like, the, I got to Ringer Mall from, from the guys that saw the by, the innocent bystanders, the witnesses. <laughs> and this guy just goes, we're getting in the car. Let's go. I'm like, all right, we're, we're actually in a pursuit right now. I call my dad. I explain what's happening. He's leaving his house. My dad's going to ring them all. Yeah. To fucking to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> and to obviously find the car and to you know whatever. Um, from there, I'm driving in the car. We're in. We're going to ring them all. I can still track the phone. I can still see him. 
Now, I go, we're in Ringamore, we park the car, I can still see him, he's hovering around, obviously, where G-Star is, and then out of nowhere, the phone, the tracer is off. Oh, no. So I lost, I lost connection. And I get to G-Star, and I go to the lady, hey, look, you know, was there a guy in here with no shirt on, jeans, he bought something, and she goes, yeah, there was, 15 minutes ago, he looked suspicious, he grabbed a pair of jeans, didn't try them on, and bought them. And... And I just said, that guy's stolen my car. From there, we dialed in for security. Security came. Um, I'm still running around Warringah. Yeah. You know, I, I've, got, I'm, I've got no shoes on. I've got shorts on. Uh, I'm with two young kids and a dad. The dad goes, look, we'll split. He takes one of his sons. He says, we'll, we'll, we'll do laps around the Ringer Mall. Like, yeah. they know what my car looks like. They know the Rego. It's a golf, blah, blah, blah. They do laps. I'm I'm with this other kid, uh, and, and you know we're we're still trying to trace the iPhone. It's not happening. We get security. Security have a photo of the guy, like immediately on his on their iPhone. They show the kid the photo because I didn't see him. The kid says, "Yep, that's him." They've got him. Cut a a, a long to medium story short. Um, we lost the guy. He got away. Got away, uh, and is still currently on the loose. Um, and he left the security have him leaving the car park at 4.45 p.m. I got there at about 4.35. Oh, you were there Uh, at the same time? I was there at the same time that this guy had my shit and was shopping. Was shopping. He went to the mall. He went to the mall. The balls on this guy. The balls on this guy. It absolutely blows my mind. I just think he, he either is really 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 stupid or he's just on drugs and uh, you yeah know, he's just like he's having a bit of fun i don't know um but he's gone to the mall we've got clear as day footage of this guy like you know shots and the ringer mall have great cameras shout out to a ringer mall um and the security uh, and josh for helping me out bro <laughs> and look like he left um what was really interesting is that I got home, obviously filed a police report, went to the police station, got home about eight o'clock, no car, no wallet, no phone, empty, violated as shit. Uh, and next morning, my dad goes, why don't you check the e-toll? So mm-hmm. immediately I checked the e-toll. And at 5.15, this guy's crossed the Lane Cove tunnel. At 5.17, he's gone M2. Um, so he's heading west. He's heading west. And then there's a weird hour gap. And at 6.42, he gets off the um, the M5 on the Bankstown exit. All right. So for non-Sydney listeners, that's like about an hour and a half away? or Yeah. It's an hour, it's, it's an hour away. It's an hour and a half in traffic, right? Yeah. So, but he's done a little stop off. Maybe he's seen a mate. Maybe he's ditched the phone. Whatever. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Um but he's gone out west and he's either ditched the car, uh, this guy's done it before and he's going to get in shit or he's never done it before and he's going to get away. That's yep. kind of what's really on the cards right now. Um, and yeah, in just in terms, in terms of me uh, and, and you know, bringing back to that, that positive post that I put out, I, uh, the day that it happened, I felt really shit. Yep. I went to bed feeling like just so shit inside. I was like, what do I do? You know, if, you know, I just feel like I've lost everything. Yeah. How can my car be taken? 
you know, and my wallet, and my phone, you know, and my earpods, and my journals. You know, I had a fancy dress party on Saturday night. The clothes are rented. I had them in the back. The clothes. Yeah. You know, the little things. My yoga mat, uh, my bag, you know, things that are yours, things that you actually cherish. Yeah. Um, so I felt really empty and I woke up on the next day and I was so demotivated. I was so uninspired and I didn't want to do shit. I actually, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to sort out anything. I didn't want to investigate. I didn't want to call. I just felt like I wanted to give up. And I have an incredible like support network for one, but I've got incredible parents and my dad I just saw like a spirit that I know that he's got and I've seen it before. But this guy just comes to my room and goes, let's go. Like, let's keep moving forward. And he just gave me this little spiel about you can't let this guy bring you down. What's yeah. happened has happened. Yeah. You know, there's no point dwelling on it. There's no point saying, oh, what I could have done, should have done. You know, like, hey, I'll take full responsibility that I put my belongings in a place, in a public, in a, in a public place that weren't safe. I totally get that. Um, what I could have done, what was actually in my control is, is get a lock, you know, get a, one of those car locks, lock my shit up and be more, and be more safe when it comes to that. I totally understand. But somebody stealing your car, it's unexpected. Yeah. And my dad's just gone late. Let's just press go on this whole thing. Like, let's do whatever we need to do. Drove me around, went to Optus, called the cops, you know, canceled cards, um, you know, got a new license. The, the whole, the whole thing was just... The whole thing was like, let's go, let's let's come together, let's let's beat this crook, uh, and he can't stop you know he can't he can't bring you down. And man, I had such a great day. Like I, I really I really had such a great day because I felt like I was getting my shit back together. It was like it happened so slowly, but I felt like one step at a time was like, oh, that's another piece of the puzzle. Oh, that's something that I own that I could get back. Yeah. You know, it was just so nice to have like this ongoing flow of, oh, it's all coming together. And I sat at home and I've got a cousin who's a cop and, and she did speak about putting stuff on Facebook because Facebook's really powerful. And if you've got the rego and you've got a story and people share it, like there's always a chance that something might happen. Yeah. So I sat on my computer and I just said, you know what? I'm going to put a post up. Yeah. And it was so refreshing and cathartic to actually write that. Yeah. And then, you know, to obviously see the love that it's gotten and, and, and um, just the private messages that people have, have sent to me, like, you know, do you need a car? Um, I, had, I had one lady that I did some coaching with basically say, hey, if you want us to start like a fundraising thing, we'll put in 20 bucks to get your wallet back, to get your cash back. And, I, you know, it just, it's something that I just never would, would, never would accept. But the offer's there and that's, what's, that's what really counts. How good. Um, how good, man. You must have gone from such a swing of fuck people to people are amazing in like a day. Well, man, like what was happening at the exact time that someone had stolen my car, someone was so low, such a scumbag to do that to another human being. And then at the exact same time, I had the polar opposite of these witnesses saying, we'll take you. Yeah. Like exactly. we're, we're willing to give this a go. That's outstanding, man. That's human. That's humankind right there. That's humanity. It's got its ups. It's got its downs. It's got all of its in-betweens. And I just think it's always going to be like that. There's shit people out there. There's fucking great people out there. And my heart and soul says that there's way more outstanding people in life. Yeah, man. Than shit ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, it goes to show you, you have one, 
one guy wrong you and then 400 people yeah. send you a beautiful message. Yeah. Uh, is it, and it's, it gives a lot of um, credit to you being such a nice bloke. Yeah. Well, you being I, such a giving, genuine bloke out there to give value to people and not sitting on Facebook complaining about shit. Yeah. People want to help you and want to want to give back to you and they see you're in trouble. Yeah. And, and I think like it felt so me doing that post. Like I was like, I wrote that post. I'm like, that's a friend's post. Like that's, <laughs> that's my post. Like that's my kind of post. Like shit has just happened and it's all crazy and I'm going to talk about it. You made it meaningful, man. Yeah, I made, I made it meaningful, which is, which is exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and, and look, like he's out there. He's still got my car. You know, who knows what's actually happening right now. Um, but what was outstanding is that I got a call yesterday from another, you know, just a bystander, a, a great human, a good human who's rang me up, rung me up and said, man, I found your journals in a trolley in Target in Ringham Mall. Yeah. Wow. Now everything in that car is replaceable, but my journals. Yeah. And that's that is, you, the, that's the yeah. universe right there saying you're just not meant to lose these things. I had ideas, coaching sessions, um, my own thoughts, my own journal entries. Um, I had, you know, to-do lists. I had like just a whole, the, basically a whole life in a journal. And the most important thing was that I did some photo work with a coach where I got a whole bunch of baby photos of me. So like from the ages of pretty much one to 12 and these are all, like, these are actual, they're the real photos, like the proper wow, film, yeah. like there's no backups, there's no negative, these are the photos. And I said, man, are the photos there? And he said, yeah, all the photos are here. So I meant, I meant to have this stuff, man. I'm going to cherish it, put it in a safe, you know, I Dude. don't know. So my photos are there and that's, what's really important. My journals are, are, are going to be in my hands soon. And I feel like at ease. So good, man. Yeah. So good. And I want that. I was really, really stoked when you said that. And, yeah. um, for for everyone who's been uh, listening, Jono did this big, long Facebook post about this, but my favorite, favorite um, part of it is just how you wrap it up. You, you give a brief description of the story. Um, you give people some details about your car radio, that kind of thing with a photo. And then you write this. Shit happens, that's for sure. Anyways, I've got my health and I'll be back to normal, to being a normal human being soon. Time should heal the wounds and always looking on the bright side will keep me smiling. Lots of love. Keep the dream alive. Peace. And, uh, and that right there, man, like once again, this is a car, not a person or anything like that, but you've mm. described the way it made you feel and yeah. it's a big fucking thing. It's a lot of money. It's a, it's a lot of memories, that sort of thing. Mm. This is where I'm going to throw it onto you because it's such, it's such a good story, but I want to throw it back to you for some, for some coaching for people listening, mm. right? Do you have any sort of moment or any sort of realization of how you came from feeling like such a violated, depressed, unmotivated scumbag to um, being the guy who tells this incredible story with such a smile on his face? Yeah, look, and I think it's it's like a lot of things. There's, and sometimes there is one moment. There is that one specific moment. Uh, I've I feel like I've never really had that. Like that. Like oh, now it's all switched. It was, it was the support. Like if I was to bring it right down, it was, it was actually the support from my dad. Yeah. And, and when he comes in my room and I'm like there, like, like, you know, I canceled all my clients for the day. I knew I had to sort shit out. I was sleeping. I slept into like eight, which is late for me. 
Um, and I was just like, my dad just walked in the room. He goes, okay, cool. Like, I like, let's go. I was like, oh, you know, he's like, don't let this bring you down. Mm. Let's move forward. And it's like that, that fire from somebody else. Yep. Like that did not come from me. That was into, I, maybe I would have had it later, but that support network and that fire from someone else gave me some momentum and some belief that, Hey, it's actually okay. Don't let this crook bring you down. I am control of my destiny. I am control of the way I feel. I have the power right now. So I got up and I slow, you know, you slowly start, you do what you need to do. And it was this snowball roll on effect where, like I said before, it was the, the parts of the puzzle were coming together and I felt like I was getting my life back together. Yes. You know, my life had been so shaken up, but I was getting it to back, but getting it back together. And the second thing was that Facebook post. Yeah. Again, it com- it comes from that support and that fire from other people that are, are legitimately as shocked as you, but also, you know, putting their hand out for support and 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 saying, "What can I do to help?" Um, and it's just even, you know, I can. You just handle your own shit. Like, you know, sometimes you actually need support. In that case, you know, no one else can ring up the the bloody. The, the RTA and say, I need a replacement pool. Like you got to do the work just like anything, right? Like you got to actually do the work for yourself, but having a support network around you helps you do the work. Totally. Yeah. And I coming from the outside, looking in what I noticed through that story, you just told of you lying in bed, depressed and your dad coming in and saying, let's go. Don't let this guy yeah. bring you down. That was you in one second switching mm. from being a victim to taking responsibility again. Totally. And it reminds me of one of the most simple... I, I go to a lot of seminars. We, we talked about seminars yeah. before. One of the most powerful things I've seen was this woman who's on stage with the guy running the thing and she's had this like shitty breakup. Um, her husband left her and cheated on her and she's drinking and smoking and off the rails. And she's this story all comes out as she's describing why she's so depressed and the guy running it, he just goes, how long are you going to let this guy uh, control your happiness? And that was exactly it. And she was like, holy shit, that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, when we allow other people's actions to, obviously they hit us hard emotionally at first, but when we let that continue and we, we just well in that little comfortable feeling of being depressed and yeah. being lazy and everyone feeling sorry for you, that person is just winning over and over again. And when you actually stand up and, you know, you get up and you sort your shit out and you go back to your clients, you go back to the gym and you just sort it out, that guy, his effect on your life is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Big time. And yours is coming back and you're mm. in control again. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a, it's a very tough thing to do to take responsibility back. Huge. And then that's, but that's where all the power is. Exactly. Because what I realized after it all, like when, you know, yesterday, last night, actually, I, I said, thank you to my dad. I just said, Hey, like, thank you for being such a positive support. And, and you basically gave me the fire in my belly to just keep on going and say, Hey, like you can't, this guy can't bring me down. Like I can do this. I can control this. And then I just said to myself in the mirror last night, I looked at myself and I said, it's not even that bad. It's not that bad. Like it's actually not that bad. No. And I was like, dude, I've got a stolen car. I can, re- I can replace that. Insurance will cover that. I can, I've got, um, my phone. I replaced that. 
You know, it's, I've got a backup. It's fine. I've got my wallet. It's fine. I'm getting over these feelings. It's fine. Like the way it happened was all perfect and it was just meant to be that way because who knows if that guy didn't turn off the phone. Yeah. And I found him and I saw him. There was so much adrenaline running through my body at that time because I'm looking at a phone and feeling the sensations of, I'm going to get this guy. Yeah. Like, I'm actually going to confront him. Like it's re- I'm ready. And dude, this is a criminal. He's got my car. He's got my stuff. I'm thinking of stuff like, do I, do I choke him? Do I, you know, throw something at him? Do I throw him off the balcony? Like, you know what? Like literally it's a human instinct. Like yeah, it's this fighting, like animalistic instinct. That's like, I will kill you. So that's what's coming up for me. Yeah. Who knows? This guy maybe had a knife. Maybe turns around and stabs me. Yeah. You know, or maybe I, I get done for something stupid. You know, I take it over the limit. Yeah. You know, who the hell knows? So it's always meant to be just the way it's meant to be. What an absolutely incredible way to look at any shitty event. Yeah. Essentially, in that it's all happened the way it's meant to be because, you know, within all these challenges, there's a lesson. And with the bigger the challenge, the bigger the lesson. And when you start looking at life like that, then, you know, once again, not an easy thing to do. Easier said than done, but you can start appreciating challenges, whether big or small, as a way to learn from them, as a way to grow. Mm. And, and, and like, you know, people go through shit. People go through enormous amounts of stuff in their life. They lose limbs, you know, they lose loved ones, people commit suicide, there's drug abuse, you know, there's, there's sexual abuse. There's so much stuff that happens, right? And you touched on it before about that lady who was letting, um, you know, letting that person control her life. Yes. And it's all about the story that you tell yourself. Because mm-hmm. people get stuck in trauma, you yep. know, and trauma can be released. But it's, it's perception. It's how you look at your life and how you can see yourself actually breaking through that story Maybe somebody else has told you or you've constantly told yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I've, um, I actually am releasing a video in about an hour and a half about this exact topic, uh, which is scheduled to be released. It's, it's called, it's about how are you talking to yourself mm. and how a lot of people, it, it's, it's in the health and fitness context, but a lot of people will label themselves as a person who's overweight or a person who's always struggled with this or nothing works for them. And they they take something something that's happened once or twice, an event or a result, and they start to let that be their identity. Mm. And you could easily be the bloke, you know, who had his car stolen or and then let his life go to shit for some reason. Or you could be the person whose husband left them. Or you could be the person who got sick that one time. Or, you know, you could be the person uh, that changed their identity after all that happened to them. Yeah. And, that, and that's not an easy thing to do, obviously. And we're, we're not here saying that Jono's car getting stolen is the worst thing in the world. No, but definitely not. What's interesting about the story for me is just seeing, it's almost like seeing the stages of grief in a much more condensed, condensed, condensed version. Yeah. Yeah. With the volume turned down, the anger, yeah. the denial, and then the, the depression, the, yeah, totally. the acceptance, and then coming out of it. Yeah, that's it's actually a really good way to put it. It's and like the grieving process done in yeah. you know, 48 hours. And knock on wood, you know, that's that's the worst it's gonna get for you. Yeah, yeah. But fuck man, like it's it's such a great to bring it back transition Huge. to see how you went 
through all those emotions and all the people along the way affecting your little journey. And everyone's a player in that game. Mm. The people on the beach, the guy who did it, yeah. the people at the mall, the security. Everything could have happened differently. But end of the day, man, you're sitting here with me having a cup of coffee. You're healthy. You've got a house to go home to. There is there's a lot to live for, right? So much, man. <laughs> so much. And, 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 and it goes... You know, maybe we just, I want to wrap up with just a little message for, for all the people that, um, you know, no, don't ever play the comparison game. No story is better than, better than another person's story or one person doesn't have more trauma than the other. Like, you know, we, we can always compare. We can always do that, but I encourage you not to go from that space. Um, but what I would like to leave you with is what story... Uh, are you telling yourself that might not be serving you? Uh, and just to give you an example, I've got a, a coaching client who was always told by her parents, be seen but never heard. Mm-hmm. And she's carried that through her whole entire life. And she's built enormous walls around her heart. And she's stopped herself from speaking, stopped herself from feeling because her psyche, her internal belief is you're only allowed to be seen, never heard. And I just use that as an example, but I encourage you to look at your life, both positive, um, you know, fuck it. There is no positive, negative, bad, right or wrong. Just look at a story that you might be playing out in your life. And ask yourself the question, is this story serving me? Is it true? How do I feel about it? Yeah, the number one thing, is it serving me right there? Yeah, that's it. If it's not, it's up to you to change it. No Create one else. something else. Yep. No one else can do it for you. Who do you want to be? Go and be that. <laughs> 100%. 100%. What a podcast. <laughs> all it takes that thank you to the bloke who stole Jono's car for giving us some great content we got content baby we had it's all about, about the content <laughs> uh, and uh, stay tuned for Jono's plea for a uh, Kickstarter campaign yeah, go it. find me campaign please buy me a new golf uh, imagine that like it's just this this dickhead is just like hey guys need some money yeah. can you please give me some stuff a podcast no. isn't doing that well yet guys help us out here you won't ever get that from me people uh, you might that's get it, it. Me. yeah that's all good guys lots of love keep smiling stay positive uh, do your thing and uh, anything from you bro we're back for the year stay tuned for the next episode which is all about what we're planning for the year cool and what we've got for you and uh, we'll see you see you for that have a great day guys don't steal anyone's cars and just uh, <laughs> just go out in there and love everyone peace and love people peace guys